Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo, ready to go for another day here in paradise as we uh, creep ever so close to the 4th of July weekend that has snuck up on all of us, I think. I don't think there's a soul out there who believes 4th of July is possible yet, but here it is right in front of us. Crazy. But uh, 4th of July awaits. Kind of got that senioritis feeling like yeah, everybody's going to have that time off to do whatever they want to do, uh, be it drive around for $100 a, a gallon or fly somewhere for a billion dollars or just sit in your house, do whatever it is you're doing. Uh, it's upon us, and I think we're all anxious for it. Good things because uh, everybody kind of needs a break from – picking up their phone and seeing the latest alert of whatever goofy nonsense is going on. And Brady hands me this. I was going to go with something else, start the show this morning, but <laughs> now this is kind of on my mind. Want to hear about a new disease, Brett? It's good stuff. Sure. Brady says, you hear about this? <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's called uh, tubicular uh, lymphadenitis. Tinnitus. That's about how he pronounced it, too. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> Uh, it's basically when your lymph nodes start to swell up like sponges full of blood and disease and then leak out your armpits and your probably your throat. Neck area, yeah. right? right. Yeah, where your swollen glands yeah. are. Yeah, when you're like, ooh, you got a little cold. Uh, that gets Starts pit, spitting pus and blood. Yeah. yeah that's pus, a sign. That's one of the signs that you might be sick is if you're leaking Fever. pus and blood from like not a hole. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just your armpits. If you're putting on your band roll on, you're like, hey, wait a minute. What's all this? Milky pink discharge coming from my armpits. You got it. Should I look into it? What do you got? <laughs> Tuberculous lymphodentinitis. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Uh, so anyway, it's happening. The best part is it's happening in North Korea. So these guys are real good with information and getting it out to the rest of the world. They're real 
They, they care about societies. They're not going to use any of their sick people as biological weapons in airports somewhere. I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, I thought you were saying, and they're good at keeping their people inside oh, the borders. Oh, yeah, well, they're great at that part, but what they're going to do is go, all right, well, we don't need nukes now. Just send this one to Vancouver and then let the fun begin. Puss bombs. Yeah, little armpit puss bombs. Uh, so if you're on a flight from, uh, like, let's say, Tokyo to Vancouver, but its last stop was Pyongyang, don't get on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just avoid avoid. Uh, look, I'm going to be Trumpy on this. Just avoid all Koreans, all Koreans. For you don't know north from south. They don't know north from south just by looking. So go ahead and avoid the North Korean like the plague. Because guess what? They are the plague. They're going to bring it to our our nations. And I told you that. What did I tell you, Brady, years ago about that hole? I had A lot. little. I had little Un under control when I was president. Nobody's armpits bled pus. You kept them full with cheese and wine. That's all he needed. Cheese, wine, a couple of doctor's visits from a qualified, reputable medicine. Med- My doctor's the best of all time. Of course, he's had very little to do. I'm so healthy. Yeah, so I got dinner with one of my Korean friend Jim on Thursday. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's not happening. No way. We'll have steaks with that guy. If Next he, thing you know. If he mentions anything about doing yard work, for That's sure. Right. I bring bigotry to my health every time. I don't care what color you are. If you're a group of people blamed for one thing, I will be a bigot towards you. If I see a sneezing Asian, I still get nervous. I'm not going to lie about it. I think everybody does. I'm still one of those guys that doesn't like uh, people at the airport with bin Laden beards. <laughs> I sat uh, first class once next to a guy two rows over, or two, one row over, obviously, two down. And uh, he was dressed as Bin Laden. It was the costume. And I'm like, oh, this is like the party city version of Bin Laden. I mean, he's in it. And in first class. Ah, ah. And the only thing I could think of is, well, he's in that giant dress. There's no possible he's going to make headway in that thing. He's going to take advantage of the amenities in first class. <laughs> and he did. And he was very kind. But mm, antennae were up, Brady. <laughs> I was reading the room. So, yes, I admit it, like most Americans... And unlike anyone on CNN, I judge by how you look and what's going on with the people who look like you. That flight would have been a lot more on edge if they came up, the attendant said, sir, some of the first class uh, people are really uncomfortable with you up here. We're going to ask you to move. We're going to move you back to coach. Look, I've said it. That flight's not making it. I've said it for 22 years. And I don't know how Americans did it with the hipsters. We stole Bin Laden's look. It would, it's, it's, if you could imagine in 1965 people walking around with Hitler mustaches and drinking IPAs, it's the same thing we did here <laughs> with Bin Laden. We took the most awful person. We're like, the beard, though, pretty solid. I'm going to go with that. We, every, everybody all of a sudden after 9-11 had these giant hipster beards, and they haven't gone away. It's been about 16 years of hipster beards. I like the hipster beard, but the ones when you look like Bin Laden, you know. Remember when Michael Jordan had to be told he had a Hitler mustache because yeah. he had friends who were like, no, don't do this. You have a few of your hipster friends who look like bin Laden, and you have to let them know. And it is sort of funny for some reason. Like, you look like bin Laden, and the guy's like, I know, it's pretty great. No, it's not. If you're olive-skinned and you've got a hipster beard, don't. Just, I don't understand it. Don't go for the look of the worst person of our lifetime. And then Hitler before that. It's just, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have been a Frankie Avalon beach blanket bingo thing where everybody has little Hitler mustaches going, hey, let's go play some volleyball. It's not a thing. They got rid of that immediately. We should have done it with Bin Laden, but they didn't. 
I don't understand it. I judge. I'm a judgy person, and I like it. It's tough to avoid, um, you know, the Putin look. If you you know, bald guy, and yeah, I mean, some guys don't like what he's going for, but it doesn't but come start, across the same way. A man, beard is he more, doesn't have an identifier though. Yeah, had he had like a crazy eyebrow, and then we all started to comb and our eyebrows like up, yeah, like, yeah, like, something a, like, that, like or, a Fu Manchu. Yeah, then if you're a bald guy with a Fu Manchu, you're like, all right. Either you're a firefighter or a Putin supporter. That's my judgment. Look, as a bald white guy, I still look at bald white guys and go, mm, careful. It's just in me. It's the way we should be. I look at Italians and I just I immediately grip my wallet. Something bad's going on. Ju- what? Wait, <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, you no, got no, no, no. I, I don't know. I can't tell really quick. So, yeah. Oh, I judge all of them. Everybody. Not a soul. And don't act like you don't. If there's a V-neck and a good gold chain, I know fun is going to be had. <laughs> it's kept me safe. Or I'm about to buy a rug out of an IROC Z. <laughs> it's the, I can't tell the difference between the swarthy Italian and the swarthy Armenian. Save some money. Don't yeah, worry about the, it. The, the, the Armenian <laughs> usually just gives me a <laughs> to start the conversation. Like, oh, you're Armenian. How much for the rug? My friend. Yeah. I, I believe in stereotypes, and you can't tell me otherwise, liberal loonies. Now, I've made fun of the liberals. It's time to go the other way. I'm having a blast. I don't know if this is double scoop or not. Remember we made fun of Jack Ducey? Yeah. Double scoop. I don't remember why. He was like producing records and going to parties during Trying COVID. Trying to be a rapper, wasn't well, he? Well, he was, but he was going to parties during COVID without the mask and like double scoop. And was, performing. And performing. Like, and pro- Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah, and thing, he yeah. was producing like locally producing rap. And uh, then his brother got uh, pulled over by the cops and started to go, you're going to find out who my dad is. It's going to be so embarrassing. And, he, and the guy goes, your dad is who he is. We're, we're talking to you right now. So Ducey's kids have been a little bit of an issue uh, with this whole abortion thing. Now, I, there's, this is the fun part of the story is that, you know, Governor Ducey is clearly uh, anti-abortion. And with the ruling the other day, he's made it clear. He's like, Arizona's going to have uh, specific laws against this and, uh, you know, the it's going to be his way, and that's fine. That's that's the way that uh, you know we've elected leaders to do things. And abortion's out. He's just not a guy for it. Uh, on his tweet that said, uh, you know, I forget exactly what it said. I can read it. it. Said, oh, it said, I'm proud that Arizona has been ranked the most pro-life state in the country. Here, we will continue to cherish life and protect it in every way possible. You know, it's his tweet. A very sexy girl named Neen in a bikini on her profile pic said, Your son made me take plan B after we hooked up, but That's carry right. on. Yeah. <laughs> then about six other girls have come on and go, Me too. There's a trend there with Deucey's kid. Now, suddenly, and I don't think I've ever seen this, it's gone. Like finding that tweet is, is impossible. It gives you that picture of the poodle that says, eh, What you're looking for isn't here. Yeah. And there's an article here that says uh, they think that Deucey's camp got rid of it. Which, to me, if I'm Ducey's guy, I say, hey, my kids can believe whatever they want. I am the governor, not them. Like, they can be pro-abortion all day. I, it disappoints How me. How easy but- would it be also to put that tweet out there? What do you mean? To I have mean, that? you could just create have a, girl a tweet say that? and just have sure. a picture of a girl. Sure, you could do that, but she's real. Because they've uh, like other groups have talked to this gotcha. mean girl. So oh, they chased her down. She's legit. Okay. Yeah. And bottom line is, if she's lying, she's going to get fried for it. But, uh... Because odds are she's like, really? Okay, because I remember this. And, you know, with Double Scoop's history of being party king of Scottsdale during COVID, which was hilarious, and his raps were amazing, and his shows and all that other stuff, because he was producing, you know, 
chocolate chunk and all sorts of different guys, all named after his dad's ice creams. Uh, you know, no, no, no surprise at all that he's been hosing and handing out Plan B. But that was his. That was his. So game. making uh, them take the Plan B. Well, so that's the, the six story. Girls are like the story, wanted to be pregnant. The story was the next day he would go and here's your parting gift. Like here's your party gift. Give him a Plan B. And they say, maybe, made me take them. But that's a gift. I like that idea. Like, maybe look, a CD of stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little part, a little, you know, a double scoop, a pint of Cold Stone. And <laughs> wasting, I don't know how it works. Wasting their time. You should have hooked up a Jeter. They get a bigger, <laughs> better, you get gift a better basket basket than that. Yeah, yeah, start you, small, you, you can't just jump into Jeter. And now he's got his wife and stuff. And Derek's out that's of the over. game. That's over. That game is over. There's yeah, been so a lot say. of nice gift baskets. Mike Piazza still hands out a terrible gift basket, evidently, of... Who knows? But yeah, there. Jeter was the king of the gift basket. Deucey, you get a Plan B, a pint of Rocky Road, because that's what it's going to be from here on out. But the funny thing was, the girl said it, and everybody's like, "Oh boy, that's embarrassing." And then two or three other girls had their stories, and they were all the same, which was the kid handed out. Now, who knows if it's true or not? Who knows if it's real? But they got. Why go after that? I mean, it's not that embarrassing. And I, if look, I could spin this in a heartbeat if I was in Governor Deucey's thing yeah. and just go, "Look, your son is." Is the one kid in your household that, you know, he's pro-choice and he's got a big plan B plan. So, but he's hosing in Scottsdale and I call that responsibility. <laughs> Kept that unwanted pregnancy out of the governor's mansion. Where is the governor's mansion? I don't know. Do we have one? Not that I know like of. Other states have governor's mansions. Do we have one? from Benson. That's about all yeah, I Benson remember. Benson had yeah, a great governor's right. mansion. I thought there was one like in um, Central. In central Phoenix Is at there? one time originally, but... The governor moves in and stuff? I don't think the... They just keep their own house. Yeah. Huh. Let's see here. I mean, I'm happier that way that we don't have a governor's mansion handing out Plan B and Cold Stone Creamery. Do we have one? I don't think we do. It I think it's Arizona's house. It says old governor's mansion, but that's in Prescott. Well, that's when Prescott yeah. was the capital. So maybe they just moved down here and said, you're on your own. You got to pay your own house. All right. I'm fine with that. But yeah, that's kind of embarrassing to... Uh, Governor Deuce, because it's hilarious, and I want that story to grow and grow and grow. Because I, I'm here for the laughs. I don't care about any of the other stuff, and I I just like to watch people squirm. But the easy squirm is, yeah, I'm pro life, and my son happens to be pro choice, and he's handing it out, and uh, I'm not going to do it anymore. Every state has at least one official residence, with the exception of five states: Arizona, Idaho, Massachusetts, no Vermont, and Rhode Island. Good on us. Yeah. You pay for your own mansion, Damn Governor. Right. And uh, you have to go over state lines to get your son's pills now, which is even better. But, yeah, that's pretty good stuff, and uh, I, I really enjoy that we're the most pro-life, and the, the guy saying that son hands out the burner pills. Pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> the, minute you, uh, the minute you brag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Megan and I were talking about that, and she goes, I had to do that once with you and me. She goes, because I was uh, off the – she had some birth control that was done. In between, and just just in case, she goes, I didn't think anything. She says the next day, and I'm like, I don't know if that's that. Does that count as an abortion? It doesn't. You just no. You, just, you ate a burner pill. I don't even know what those do. Well, I mean, you can still get them on Amazon. Sure. I mean, right now, fire up six eighty seven. It'll get delivered. It's a great Slipknot song too. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Let's probably buy those. Get the Plan B pills out. He had them at the ready, which I'm more impressed with. Than anything else. It's like a Pez dispenser next Look, to his bed or what? That's I mean, proof you can hook up. I never would have thought to bring Plan B with me because I'm guaranteed tomorrow morning to go, you're going to need this. That's amazing. 
That's that's confidence that I and he, never and he had. out like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, be, you get the, the, the opener up and there you go. Had a great night. Mm. Thanks, double scoop. You bet, baby. I'm going to make you a star. Double scoop up inside you. <laughs> double scoop productions. Double scoop productions. Don't want to produce too much though. Get that baby out of there. Thanks, double scoop. You got a girl. I got to get down to the capital. <laughs> double scoop, <laughs> idiot. But yeah, so that's going to haunt Ducey for a little bit while he plays one side and his kids are doing another thing. That does look bad. That is a bad look, but funny. I mean, and this girl is very cute. So Double Scoop's got a good kill on his hands. At least her picture is. Who knows? It's Instagram. It's probably filtered beyond recognition. And her name is Neen. You can barely see the little photo there. But I'm impressed. Double Scoop's got it going on. Malibu's most wanted. Hit it. Yeah. And I got to hand it to her for having the guts to go, hey, governor. You know, first off, she's following the governor's tweets. I'm impressed with that. Most girls in bikinis aren't really following the governor's tweets. She follows Governor Ducey because she hammered his son. I mean, I don't know how many girls are following my dad around that I host and following Dan's Twitter. I don't think he has one. That would be surprising if he did. But, uh, yeah, and then just saying, your son's a hypocrite. Well, maybe he is. It's an easy spin, but the whole thing got knocked off the internet. It's hard to find now. Those original tweets, you have to find screen caps, which everybody's got. So the abortion thing gets funnier and funnier as we roll. If we see uh, that bikini girl um, post something on a fake lakes uh, Twitter account, Carrie Lake. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. all the commercials If she's out there, following them up. If she's maybe, following like, oh, here yeah. she is now on this one. Maybe she's a plant. <laughs> yeah. But still. <laughs> Uh, it's a brave move. It really is because you, sure don't, is. you just don't go after a governor of a state and with that kind of stuff. And it fits with what politics is all about, the one person. Oh, 100%. The minute you start stepping up and saying, yeah. really strong on this side. Right. Well, anytime that they have a stance, there's an easy way to say. But remember that time you dot, dot, dot? My guess is this mean girl who's been firing that was the original one to fire off about double scoop giving her the plan B is going to uh, probably have a bloody, pussy armpit soon, and no one will figure out why, but she's not going to get through this. But it is brave. Like, they get harassed pretty hard on that if the governor doesn't like that you're doing that. And that's son of his. And you got Jeff Flake's kid as N-Word 1 on his Xbox and all these kids. It's, I mean, it's funny they're against abortion. They're the ones whose kids cause their lives the most turmoil. Every politician that's like, oh, I can't stand this abortion, probably has one of the three that they want out of there. They wish they'd have hangered out. Double Scoop has to be the one. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You're wrapping Plan B handing out. Should have had so many kids. <laughs> Plan B is awesome, I think. Because, I mean, that gets it done the next day, right? From what I hear. Yeah, now. that's – I don't know why anybody would do that, not do that. Like every time you had goofy sex with some weirdo and you didn't have the pill or, you know, he yeah, just – It seems like it guarantees it. Well, it does a good job. And plus, you never know when the protection fails. I'd be eating those like candy. 
be like Werther's out of Grandma's purse for me. I'm like, you got to have another one of these just in case. Let's just torch it. I know you're not supposed to take a lot of these, but that's dangerous. And it's the smart move. So good luck with that, Deucey's, as I sit back and watch the fireworks for 4th of July as they just continue to roll in for us. Oh, and then now introduce the UFOs that attacked one of our ships the other night, and nobody's denying it. Did you see that? No. So the Navy is out there, and this guy's like, oh, yeah. 13, 14 different uh, unidentified crafts surrounded our ship. Like, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> they don't have, they've got weird pictures, which you know, I don't know. In this day and age of photographs, how come we can't get one solid shot? But uh, Navy ships were swarmed by UFOs, and uh, the, the Navy initially said, oh, it's just drones. And then the guy's like, nah, it wasn't drones. And the other guy's, all right, fine, it wasn't drones. We, we don't know what they were, but we know they were around. Why so not? 100, at one point, 100 craft from a different, uh, you know, didn't register or anything, swarmed a fleet of Navy ships. Congress said, ah, just a bunch of drones out there in the middle of the ocean. Somebody's fooling around with drones. <laughs> in the ocean? Uh, he's long been calling the U.S. government to take the UFO seriously. A dozen crew members on warships said uh, the unknown objects were showing other world capabilities uh, and couldn't have been drones and were told to be quiet. Uh, there's a documentary coming out about it, but a hundred of them on this one thing just go, boop, 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 boop. so they're coming too. It's all, it's all happening, and it's wonderful. 100 out in the ocean just looking at something going, huh, that's their warship, huh? We're going to win. I won't buy into it until I see uh, Flintstones Plan B pills on the aisle. Oh, man. That's a great idea. So market to the kids. Good yeah. thinking, Lauren Jeffs. He's smart. He's good. Oh, just arrived. Ski mask is in the building. <laughs> Late. Not so yeah, but yeah, ruining her uh, aggregate time for the end of the week by 5:58 yesterday. A 6:04 start today puts her at 6:02 for the week, right. and that's bad. She's got she's got her Starbucks in hand though. Had so to have she's that good. Starbucks. Not a good Son split a, time. I had a really good hope for her getting here every day this week with the three day weekend <laughs> coming up that she'd show a little moxie. But 6:05 now she's not even in the door. That really crushes her. 5.58 to start a Monday. I'm like, girl's on a roll. Might have messed up her drink at Starbucks and she had nah, a remake. Or she had like a, yeah, if they had to say, uh, uh, they had the wrong name written on there. Sorry, that. you wanted soy. Yeah, it's just a poor girl. <laughs> poor kid. Anyway, <laughs> 604 and a half. We'll give her the 30 seconds, right. even though she's not even in the studio yet. Well, that's rough stuff. It is payday week. Ooh. So she should have the ski mask on Thursday. Well, it's in their office now, so... Anyway, she's rooting for UFOs. <laughs> it is in there, it just is, in yeah. case, just for Friday mornings when they go in and get paid. And the whole crew should be wearing them. Every one of them should go, hi, may I have my check, please? And they pull the mask down. I was like, ah, don't rob me, yeah, I eat. It's me, Trip. your morning show. So, oh, geez. Sign it now. Anyway, thanks, Ski Master. Or Chris Robinson. Two weeks of work. Chris Robinson comes flitting in there, pulls the thing down. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I, I am being robbed again. She picks hers up through Zoom. That's true. <laughs> all, of Katie, all of KDKB should just pass the ski mask down on. Hey, go get your check. Okay. We're robbing the place. That would be a good promo item for them for the wintertime. <laughs> Embroidered. <laughs> for Christmas this year, we're going to give away KDKB ski mask. <laughs> and the back's going to say it's payday. <laughs> if KDKB's still around by Christmas, I doubt it. Anywho, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, so anyway, UFOs are a bit around. Thank you, Ski Master, for being a, a bright spot in our day. 
Well, between UFOs and the testicular thing yeah. coming from uh, uh, North Korea. Don't yeah, say testicular. It's tubalicular. <laughs> it's, your, it's your lymph. It's not your balls yet. That's next. Uh, yikes. There's blood and pus coming out of there. I'm not Bro. going to any doctors. I'm just going to sit at home until it's over. I'm going to take the plan B pill Yeah, I, I'll plan B. <laughs> I'll take anything at that point. It's like, do you think that'll slow me down? Does that burn up everything? Yeah, so we've got all this stuff going on. I want to meet uh, Ducey's kid. He seems great. He seems like fun. He gets laid all the time. He's got plan B in his pocket. Is it plan B when you carry it with you for tomorrow? That sounds like plan A to me. That's like the dude's. Yeah. Dad's the gov. That opens some doors. Yeah, the doors open. This kid's life is gold. Looking at the girl tweeting about him. She's not even mad. She's like, I hooked up with your son. And he, he gave me the plan B. And it's like, she's not like, your son's an asshole. And it's like, she was nice. I hooked up with him. Good stuff. Ah, the hypocrisy of everyone. It's good. It's great. As I remember, what was it? Dan Quayle, or was a was it Dan Quayle that said that he was a, like years ago. I remember that was the first time I really got a taste of that, and he was going on and on about pro life this, pro life that, pro life this. Never ever would this. And he said, "What about your daughter?" Maybe it was Dick Cheney. Well, I think it was Quayle though. But he said, uh, "Like, well, if your daughter was was raped," and he goes, "Well, it's not something I would have to decide." She goes, "So you'd let her choose?" Hell yeah, absolutely. So the choice is her, sir. Yeah, I would let her choose it. You realize what you're saying, you idiot? Potato. Yeah, but I spell potatoes with ease. And I'm like, oh, he's pro-choice. He just said so on TV. Well, only in my daughter's case. And also, I want to talk to the um, the city council, and the, or I guess the state representatives downtown. Uh, have you noticed that when something bad happens nowadays, and maybe this has always been true, that we look for similarities to place ourselves in, some like the the really annoying human beings do. It's the the thing we tease you about Costa Concordia. Yeah, you were on it a year before it sunk, right? And everybody, we make fun like I it was, was so close. Like it was your desk, like you just dodged it, right? The people down there at the uh, the house and the I don't know what we call it the state the state the house state capital state capital, and we had our representatives in there. And the abortion marchers were kicking on the door and couldn't. They get were trying in. to compare it, and now they're like, "Oh!" And and they're interviewing all these people. Like we were so scared, we were huddled in our rooms, just feet from the onslaught. Shouldn't there I'm be like, an investigation yeah, on this? Yeah, now, as now well? they want they want the exact same treatment yeah. of that as the January sixth thing. And I'm like, okay. It was a bunch of abortion activists. What are you going to get? And, and they ruined stuff around the. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Wesley Boland, they yeah. wrote, it's our choice on a couple statues. We'll wipe that off. Yeah. It's, you know, it was a little vandalism. They should be punished for it and stuff. But the, the reps inside there want to act like the insurrection was happening and there, were, there was a coup against us. And yes, there was a bunch of jackasses, but have you seen the video? We had like 7,000 cops standing in that. They were, they were, we were even up. It looked like they were going to blast those people. What's the worst thing the abortion activists are going to do? They're going to come in there with their markers and poster board and write on you and paper cut. That's, they weren't, they were kicking doors and being jackasses and they were arrested for it. And if they tried to break into the Capitol, you've made it out just fine. There's got to be a certain point where you're like, yeah, they were trying to do the same thing as January 6th. We stomped that out real quick. And they did. They tear gassed them like immediately. Nothing even close to January 6th, but you talk to these, the news is talking to them like they're trying to hype this up like, oh man, we were in peril of not being a state anymore. The abortion activists almost made it their own place. It's like, no, they didn't. You tear gassed them so fast and drove them, and rightfully so, those idiots were trying to break into a building that didn't belong to them, kicking on doors and knocking down mailboxes. You can't do that. Someone brought up the point there. 
saying yesterday, shouldn't like the states that that it's locked in, like California. Yeah. He's like, if I was California and I, and this Roe v. Wade was always a fact. Yeah. This is a celebration. It's out of the sure. way. Now we're going to stay the same. Do whatever you want. Well, this state yeah. determines it. Yeah. But um, that, like, that I, it doesn't fine. really. I mean, it's nice that. I mean, you're showing unity that every state should be. Well, it it just it just makes it very odd. It's an awkward yeah. thing. It's not a good thing. But uh, nobody got hurt down there, and we tear gassed him. I would like to see somebody on the news and a representative just sit there, like I don't know who it is that Grijalva guy. I just like his name. I don't. And he just goes, "Man, did we we stomp those." People back fast. Tear gassed them. Did you see the tear gas hit them? They were gone. We scampered them. We hit them like raid. They were out. Nobody's hurt. Nobody even got in. Don't worry about it. But everything has to be extremely dangerous if it looks like another thing. And it didn't. Have, nothing close to that was going on. I just want to see somebody get beanbagged in the nuts again. That's all that's, I care that's about. That's all I was More, waiting for. Can we ask the cops to do that? Yeah. More beanbags to the nuts. I mean, even if it's me that takes one. And I'm pretty – I'm good with the police. They tell me to do something, I do it. That's just me. You can say I'm crazy, but that's like a guy's got all that weaponry and he's telling me what to do. At that point, I'm pretty much going to agree to it. Now, if he starts beating me up and stuff, I might fight back a little bit if I didn't feel like I did anything wrong, but it's not going to happen. I'm 100% positive of that. So, uh, But beanbags to the nuts, even if I'm screwing around and take one, I'm like – in my head, I'm like, you probably deserve that. All the dude did – he asked you to lay down yeah. and you didn't. So you took one to the nuts. We need more video footage of beanbags to the nuts. Loads of them because that is the single best – like I didn't care what side you're on when that guy was screaming downtown. And I'm like, ooh, these marchers are right. Even if you were with the marchers and that guy broke that thing out and said, we're clearing the street. And the guy started to walk towards him and he nutted him. Like, it's perfect <laughs> shot. And the guy's mad and sued and everybody's like, no. Pack on. All you had to do was turn around and walk away and your nuts would have been fine. Beanbag to the nuts is gold. And they've got the capability yeah. to do this over and over. I don't even think meth heads. Sometimes meth heads fight with cops or get stabbed or shot and they just keep coming. I think you beanbag a meth head in the nuts. I still think your body's going to – I don't think kicking them in the nuts. I, I still Adrenaline think – Adrenaline can I only kick they, in so they much. They still feel that, yeah. You'd have to. Yeah, the meth will numb your whole body, but I think the beanbag to the nuts, like two or three of those, and even meth heads are like, all right, enough. <laughs> My pills, man. So we live, in a, we live in an odd time. And the best part is we're going to celebrate this nation on Monday, and I can't wait for the – A lot less boom boom. Oh, good. You know, you could do something nice as a human being and go, instead of buying stupid fireworks that scares uh, veterans and dogs and animals and stuff, and go get yourself a, a donation down to uh, any of the dog shelters or the veteran center instead of blowing things up. Just a thought. Especially off of 4th of July. I'll give you 4th of July, but 3rd, 2nd, you're just an asshole. And there's veterans in my neighborhood every year that beg Every year on the apps, please don't blow things up on days we don't expect it. Please. Uh, but I like the boomers. And those poor bastards. My buddy Danny has to, like, leave town and oh, go okay. Oh, yeah, he's got terrible PTSD from war. He's like, I can't, I can't trust that my neighbors aren't just going to blow everything up. If I don't know what's happening, it's, it's not good. And dogs, it's the number one heart attack day for, for animals. It's the number one... Uh, Day for the Humane Society and all the shelters because dogs run off. Uh, people don't care. 
And then we're all acting like we need to be unified and care about each other and all that stuff. And then 4th of July rolls around. America! We, we have the fireworks right there. Where do we put it? 3rd Street and Indian School. What's right next to that? The, the VA hospital. Genius. Year after year, they enjoy that. Every year, I've said it's the worst place in the world for fireworks. But do they listen? Nah. It's a good park. Indian it's Steel Park's a good park. park. It's, it's nice. a big park. They don't listen to me. I got, I got better ideas than all of them. Just don't want to be responsible for anything. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.